Hello from Misfit to Mystic friends. I'm super excited. My name is Lisa Dunlajwa. Today, I have to tell you, I'm really, really excited about what we're going to be doing. This is a very special person going to be on the show today, Wanda Malfari, uh, my personal photographer and an absolute inspiration to many, many of us in my local area. And uh, I'm, I can't wait to dig into a conversation with her and share her genius and her life brilliance and her absolutely majestic um, beautiful energy, which I happen to just love to see, witness, and experience myself any chance I get. Let me tell you a little bit about her before we get started. She's a professional portrait photographer. She's an award-winning artist and portrait specialist with an expertise in digital photo software. Absolutely true. I can prove it. <laughs> I have two photo shoots or three photo shoots now I don't even know to prove it. Uh, whether she's shooting in her Montreal studio or on location, she's a master at finding the undiscovered beauty of her subjects. You got to look at her portfolio and you will absolutely see the truth to those uh, those words. Wanda brings a remarkable artistic flair as she captures those treasured moments in life, moments that are important to you and meaningful from your babies, from newborns to weddings to any special occasions, any special days in your life, you want her there to capture it. She's able to pull and see in between the experience for the beauty and capturing the moments that you want to remember on camera. Her creative eye is equally sought after on assignments from glamour shoots to fashion and business portraits, that's for sure. Amazing, amazing talent. Her art is rooted in a rich life history from her classical musical training her career as a portrait painter, her world travels, and more. Recently, her role as a proud mom to two lovely little girls she adopted from China. We are absolutely going to talk about all that with Wanda today. Clients delight in Wanda's joie de vivre and appreciate the heartfelt interest she takes in her subjects. That's 100% true. I have the life experience to tell you that she is so wonderful in setting up a person to feel comfortable, relaxed, and natural when she's doing her photo shoots it's something that it, it's it's very rare and a, a, a true treasured gift to walk into such a welcomed relaxing inspiring environment when she's doing these photo shoots she's extremely passionate about what she does I know firsthand and she's an an absolute winning choice for her, your portrait photography you want to work with this woman. If you're, it doesn't matter where you are in the world, you want to work with this woman. Absolutely unbelievable work that she does. Let's start the show. Let's dig into the conversation about her genius. I can't wait. And here we go. All right. I'm very excited to introduce my beautiful friend, Wanda. Wanda, welcome to the show. How's Thank you, you so much, Lisa. I'm super excited to have you here. I'm more excited than you. <laughs> there you go. You're the woman I say who made me look super sexy <laughs> over and oh. over again. That's what I tell people oh. about you. <laughs> I love the way you enjoy your pictures because clearly you do. I mean, we, we got so many different styles oh. and you look beautiful in every one of them. So I just love watching them. Yeah. Right. So I'm so excited to have you here and talk about uh, your life experience and the travels that you had on your own journey and to, you know, where you are today. Uh, it's super, it, you know, it's important for me on the show. The reason I, I wanted to do the show is because it's very important that I want to support people to understand 
that when we don't fit in, eventually we will. We will fit into who we are and we will find our way as long as we consistently and, con- and constantly keep seeking the truth. Yeah. You know, the truth. Yeah. Of don't don't you know? give up. Yep. Yeah. And to not give up. And mm-hmm. I know a little bit about your life because you've just been so open and willing to share about your experiences. And um, I know you've traveled a lot in this artistic journey that you've had. And I wanted to start with this question. Where in mm-hmm. your life did you begin where that misfit feeling might have happened for you? Is there a time when you might not have felt like you were in the right place? in your own self, your own life, wherever that was. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up in a small town mm-hmm. in a rather large family, and we were very musical and very driven. Mom, My mom should have been, well, she was a stage mother, but she should. She, she was like a frustrated performer. Okay. But, so, but because she didn't get a chance to do what she wanted to do, although she was a piano teacher and that all that, mm. she, she thought, well, I'll get the kids to do it for me. <laughs> And she did. So <laughs> we were five, and we were okay. we were um, introduced, whether we liked it or not, okay. to every possible musical instrument available. Wow! And yeah, and we were we wow. were not a wealthy family at all, so we okay. we didn't have really even money for those kind of you know classes and whatever. So we would put on these little variety shows, and if we didn't get invited to a variety show, then we would do our own in our in our living room. And invite wow. people. So technically, invite you were like a Jackson Five family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crazy, eh? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, and we would visit jails and hospitals and, and rehab centers and whatever, and and then we would get scholarships, and we would be able to take you know more violin lessons and vocal lessons wow. and piano lessons and whatever, whatever. So yeah, they, my mother and father, they were both very, very driven, and 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 I didn't ever really feel like I totally fit it in mm-hmm. fit in and okay. um so I kind of couldn't wait to kind of get out of from underneath all of that now I say that and then I say I'm so grateful though that they, they did do that right because I wouldn't be able to do half the stuff that I can do today that mm-hmm. I mean I may not do it well but I really enjoy it right so if I hadn't had that that legacy I wouldn't have had the opportunity so I, I now am, am happy for it. But I remember at the time feeling very, very sort of out of place and I could not wait to turn 18 so I could get the heck out of Dodge. <laughs> that's <what laughs> and that's when I moved to Montreal. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So it was eight, at 18 you moved to yeah. Montreal. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And what happened yeah. then? Like, how was that for you to make that change at such a young age and to start moving forward on your own? Well, to me, it was like, okay, the world is my oyster. Now, where do I go? (laughs) And um, yeah, and I I fell on my face more times than I can remember or even want to admit. But I um, and I've tried tried a lot of things. I'm just here's my here's my key to life. I am just dumb enough (laughs) to think that I can do everything. (laughs) I can't do everything. But I'm just dumb enough to think that I can. <laughs> I'm sure my and audience it really comes in handy. Why I love you so much. <laughs> it comes in handy. It really does. Now there have been many times that I've just fallen right off the cliff, and that's fine right. <laughs> because I've had to, you know, scrape myself up and 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 get on with things and whatever. But uh, yeah, um, isn't it funny too? Like sometimes we we have a parachute, and sometimes we got to do the climb back up. <laughs> yeah. Ex- <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Well, I've climbed a, f- a few times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, 
but uh, but I always felt like um, you know life is a gift, and hey, open the present and enjoy the the fruits of the of the gift. So Amazing. that's what I kind of did. Have you always had this attitude? Because you know, like we've I mean we've worked together, we we had lunch together, we, we I, you know. Right. Sometimes I, I wish I just had a lot more time to hang out with you, you know? I know, but, I know. But, yeah, but I, I there's always this, you just have a really beautiful way of looking at life. You really do. Well, thank you. Uh, uh, thanks. That, that, I like that. That's, that's actually a real compliment for me. Um, mm-hmm. I, um, I think it comes from my mother. Mom was, um, mom never really grew up. No, she was very responsible, very responsible, very responsible okay. lady. But she never really grew up in her in her heart. In her heart, okay. she was still a child, and so I sort of am too. So, Aww. and even though there are times when I've been told I should grow up, <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> so no, I think I'm a mixture of her. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. I'm an optimist. I'm an optimist. Uh, really, life is a choice, and um, there are two roads that you can choose. One is a, a, a negative one, and one is a positive one, and I choose the positive. No, it's amazing. It really is, and it shows, honestly. Like, I know you as one of the most generous people I've ever met. Aww. I mean, that, I mean that, and it's not just towards me. It's towards watching you and our com- the communities that we circle in in Montreal, and just watching you in life, yeah. watching you on your social, watching what you do for people in the work you do today, which is mind blowing photography. Oh. Like it's through the roof. Um, oh, and also, you. no, I'm not joking. Like for men, you know, you know how I feel about you about that. It's like just you're really, really talented. You know, I've watched you too. Like you just don't stop growing and trying and just you know, performing in your field of artistry, which is really something, but I know you didn't start there, you know, what did, where, where was your start as a creative artist? Where did this begin for you? Um, really pretty young. I used to draw, you know, when I was uh, eight or nine or whatever, I was always drawing something or painting something, especially faces. I loved faces. Oh. Then I loved then I loved makeup. Oh, <laughs> yeah, still love makeup. Yeah. Okay. So to me, drawing in, in drawing faces and portraits and stuff was really like just putting makeup on. It was mm. just fun, right? Right. And uh, and it was pro- it was probably in a way a little bit of a backlash because there wasn't any, really anybody else in the family that did art. Everybody else was just doing music and stuff. So it was sort of my way, maybe, of you know forging my own little space mm-hmm. um but i i always saw things like that i wanted to draw or make or whatever because i'm kind of crafty too like i can kind of make oh, things yes, out of a paper, paper box <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and in fact i did when we when my first was married to my husband we um we didn't have any money, so we needed furniture and stuff like that. So I got a whole bunch of boxes from, at that time, Steinberg's, and uh, bolstered them up so they'd be strong and covered them with white paper and, and made a beautiful um, uh, bookshelf. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was in all different layers and stuff like that. It was quite something, but it was cardboard. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So it, it, it really, a lot of it came from necessity. You know, like I needed something and we didn't have the money for it so oh gee I think I could make it out of this or whatever so yeah and that comes from from my dad because my dad was very very resourceful he was really good with his hands he could make just about anything yeah 
So, hey, look at that. I'm giving my mom and my dad so much praise. I'm so Isn't happy. Isn't that amazing? Right? <laughs> it is funny how, don't you find like as we age and get older, we start recognizing all the richness of our experiences? Yeah, this, yeah. This is something that I surprised me as well. Like I, I realized how the parents that we kind of maybe spiritually choose really give us what we need even though it may not feel like that and many of us would not agree to that (laughs) you know know, when you have a kind of positive attitude and you can see you know life in a certain way you can really really grab hold of those those that were needed to become the person that we are today right yeah and make Mm -hmm. the best yeah so what so what happened after that because there's so much you've done like i mean the i mean you know, I've seen some of your portrait, your paintings. I'm like, they're, I mean, they're just outstanding. So what happened after you got to Montreal? You're this young person. What did you do? What did you do, uh, I, you, what did you do with yourself? I tried you? to survive. I tried to survive. I tried so to get you, a couple of jobs. Okay. Um, and it wasn't long after that I met my husband. And within two months, we were married. Yeah, I know. And that was a long time ago. Wow. <laughs> well, that's something I didn't know. How You didn't know that, eh? Yeah. No, I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. He asked me to marry him 10 days after we met. I said, yes. Wow. And then two months later, we were married. Yeah. Wow. And you're still married. And we are. Yeah. Okay. Wow. We want to kill each other sometimes, but hey. (laughs) (laughs) But isn't that an unbelievable love story? Yeah. Wow. That's really interesting. And what happened? And so we met through we, we met through music, so we really had a lot like okay. a lot holding us together. And through the years, we've always done music together, which is really quite cool. So yeah. What kind of music? Yeah. Let's talk about that. Tell me about this music talent that you have, and he has. I want to know. Well, um, so when we were when I was five, I started studying classical piano because everybody did in the family. That was sort of you know you you have supper and you study classical piano, and. Um, and then when I was 10, well, then we did a whole bunch of other instruments and stuff like that. And then when I was 10, we, um, my twin sister and I joined the um, New Brunswick Youth Symphony Orchestra and learned how to play violin. Wow. And then we always sang. We were always singing. And we were always in the music festivals and, you know, trying to um, compete and things like that to, to get scholarships so that we could pay for more lessons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, so music was just, it was just, you breathe, you do music. It was sort of part of the, part of the thing. But I grew up in the, in the, in the 70s, right? 60s, 70s. So um, in hippie times, right? So it was like I had this long, long, blonde, straight hair wow. and like a, a violin hanging from my pocket, which wasn't really cool. Wow. <laughs> so in high school, I thought, well, no, no, I have to get cool. So I, my mother lent me the money to buy a Farfisa organ, and I wow. joined a rock a rock band with my girlfriend. <laughs> and uh, we were, I guess, we were six in the rock band. We were called Rachel, and we played, you know, high school dances and clubs and things like that for three years while we were in high school. Yeah, that's incredible. Okay, now I'm learning all kinds of really fun stuff about you. <laughs> You have you have such a rich life experience. This is so fun. So what did you and your husband start to do? I mean, here you are in Montreal. Wow, you're newly married. Wow, you're in love. You're you're musicians. You're an artist. You're like yeah. trying to survive. You're trying to, you know, just learn to live. You're so young. 
what did you do? Like, how did this journey begin? Where did we go? What happened after that? Well, we would, we would keep coming in and out of music. Now, my husband okay. was um, a singer when he was younger. When okay. I met him, he was a singer, and he, he had some hits and stuff, and he was with Columbia Records and stuff. And I also had a, a singing career. I, was, uh, I had a manager and stuff. And so, so we were both sort of, you know, let's say trying to break through, if you will. Yeah. But very soon after we got married, we realized that it's, it's a rough business. It's really, really hard. And we probably should make a decision one way or the other. Mm-hmm. So we decided not to pursue music anymore. And we just got jobs, you know, just regular jobs so that we could pay the rent and just you know, eat. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then, and then we would go back to it, you know, like a year later, two years later, whatever we, some opportunity would come up. So we'd go back. So we literally have done that through our lives we have literally come and gone and come and gone now right now it's it's you know a little bit on the slower side but I still play the piano the keyboards and sing at my church it's sort of like a a gospel gospel rock pop kind of music uh twice a month at the church actually I'm taking a little break now but I will be going back soon Mm -hmm. and um and my husband still writes songs and stuff so it's it's in our blood so we still continue to do that but we needed to work right right so we we just took regular jobs and stuff but one really cool job we we both got was um we were um district managers for world vision Mm-hmm. World Vision Canada in Quebec. Wow. I did the English. He did the Danny did the French, wow. and um, and that's how we got to travel, which was really cool. So we went oh, to Africa. We went. To, mm-hmm. um, we raised funds here in locally in Canada, and we would go overseas to check to see how the projects were going and do film and bring back stories of how the money was affecting their lives, the schools that we were being that were built, the trains that were were built and how lives were really, really impacted by this generosity wow. of these Canadians. Mm. Yeah. So we did that for ten years actually. So that was really, very, very fulfilling. Right. That's very substantial amount of time. You must have made a great impact. So let me ask you a question for especially yeah. the listeners. You know, I know there's a lot of creative artists that listen to the show and, you know, people that are, you know, very spiritually driven or just looking for their purpose driven. And, you know, mm-hmm. When you're an artist, my mom was an artist too. And I mean, music Mm -hmm. is so different today than it was back then. And, you know, you're trying to figure out, you know, what to do, where to go. And it seems like one of the, one of the qualities of your life is just being open to continue to the next thing and the next thing and just keep trying. Mm -hmm. And as you Mm -hmm. try, you're bumping into things or life Mm -hmm. is bumping into you to show you what is next for you. Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Right. And you're, you're doing your best in the variety of, of circumstances and miracle moments and, you know, graced moments that, that are coming to you because you're trying to find your way from misfit to this transcended human being and living in purpose. Right. So yeah. if, you're, if you were talking to the younger self, your younger self and you, you know, you're here, you are, you're married and you had guidance for her, what would you say? What would you tell that Wanda at 18 getting married or at 20 or 25? What would you tell her today? Well, probably the first thing I'd say is don't sweat the small stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. And then I would and then I would say it's all small stuff. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Wow. Um yeah, because uh I remember I don't think I fully became a meme and I'm going to put this in quotes a more mature person until I was well into my 40s mm-hmm. 
Mm. Uh, before that, I think my, my emotions really ran me much more than than anything else. Okay. And, and, and that was a waste of time. Now, in a way, it was a waste of time because nothing is a waste of time. Everything is a learning experience, right? So mm-hmm. who I am today was because of, let's say, all of those angsts that I went through and actually got through it and found a solution to it or whatever. So I realized that. However, it still was probably a little bit of a waste of time. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So, yeah. I, and, you know, I, I have cancer right now. I'm, I'm beating it. We're, we're coming through to the end. I've just finished my chemo. And, um, and that has been a life-changing uh, moment for me just because now it really is don't sm- sweat the small stuff because it really is not that important. Yeah. You know, when, when, you come down, when you come right down to it, life is life and appreciate everything that we get and just be thankful. Yeah, and you, you know, I'm, I'm super happy that you're open to sharing that. Uh, with everybody, because it's it's such a difficult path. And yet, you know, I've been watching your approach, and I've been, you know, witnessing, you know, how you've stepped into a place of openness with others and people and just willing to receive love through being, you know, not hiding what you're going through, but being open. And this is something you've always been to me, like, since the day I met you, you've always been really open to receiving and interacting and exchanging from this place. And, you yeah. know, you're doing it more than ever now through the journey of, of beating cancer and going through this process of healing and figuring it out and whatever, yeah. you know, just taking it and doing what you got to do. And, yeah. you know, that, you know, I was telling you the other day, we, we chatted a little bit about how brave and courageous you look. And you said to me, no, <laughs> I don't feel that way. Yeah. And yeah. I said, yeah, you are. And, you know, it's, and I know why. I, I thought about this a lot. You really touched me when you said that. Because oh. you're just being you. Okay. So it's not courage. It's you're just being you, who you've always been. And that touched me deeply, Wanda. It really, really did. Oh, wow. <clears throat> Sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it, this has really been a very eye-opening experience. In a way, in a way, it hasn't. I just kind of like sort of sailed through it, and let's just get to the other end. Yeah. But people's reaction has has taught me more, I think, than anything else. Oh. And I the the fear of oh my gosh, am I going to be the one with cancer? Is to me hugely rampant with everyone, and I get yeah. that. I have I've had friends, I have family who have had cancer, who have died, um, and. You know, I, I certainly get that fear. We all have it. But um, when it all comes down to it, what choice do I have? Not like I can say, you know what? I choose not to have cancer this time. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do that, right? Yeah. You do, and you just got to get through it. So, and instead of instead of hiding and denying, because no sense denying, you got it, and you may as well just get on with it because you've got to cure it. Um, just embrace it and say, you know what, this is it. And uh, if I can share how I'm feeling, you know, the good and the bad, maybe when it hits you or if it does hit you or somebody close to you or whatever, it's going to be an easier trip for you. Mm. You know, that's amazing guidance for people that may be living that experience or may know others that are living the experience. 
I have a question for you. And I think it's an important question. My mom also, I lost her to cancer, you know, and yes. Um, yes. she tried hard to beat it. And she really had a hard time being open. And, you know, that was hard on her. It made it harder. Like my, always my opinion of it was it made it much harder for her okay. to find herself when she was hiding herself. It was really. Why, t- why was she hiding? Why was she, why do why was she like that? Was that her personality? Or? It was her personality. You know, it's the way she yeah. was. And she felt that people would be negative towards her and she just didn't want to deal with any negative energy. Okay. And, okay, I, okay. and she wasn't really open to taking the risk to see how people could show up for her. And right, I right. love like, I really would love to know if you were giving like my mom, as an example, guidance about sharing your truth and the, the true experience of what that's been for you or anybody who might be going through it, who thinks they need to hide. And they're, they're just really scared to share and let, you know, and it all, not just for the people going through it or possibly going through something like that, but even those around them. To how do you show up to this experience? Is there anything that you would simply say that would help yeah. or could help, or even like from your own personal interaction with how you're managing this life challenge? Yeah. Well, you know what's interesting? I, I think in a way, cancer is like a really nasty word. It is. And it's sort of like leprosy. Yes. And, and I think people, hey, who wants leprosy? Um, they don't want to feel ostracized. They don't want to mm-hmm. feel like um, um, people don't want to be around them because they'll just be uncomfortable emotionally or whatever. Or even, you know, who knows? Maybe it's contagious or whatever. I mean, it's not. But, you know, there may be that deep-seated belief that there's something wrong with somebody who has cancer. And so therefore avoidance is kind of an easier way to deal with it. Well, Mm. I don't like that. I don't like that at all because, you know, it is what it is. Look, wow. So many people have cancer and we so have to beat this. Like it's just, it just has to get done. So the more we talk about it, the more we raise funds for it, the more we, get it out in the open and just, you know, be honest with it and say, you know, like, let's, let's, let's help each other. I mm. think it's the healthiest way to, to handle it. I, I love that. That is a true, powerful statement. That is a very, very powerful statement because the truth mm-hmm. we can heal together, the non-truth we can't. Yeah, you know? no, no sense hiding. No sense no. hiding. And, and the thing, yeah. the thing that's interesting, um, you know, cause I have such a contrast, like I went through this with my mom and I, I'm watching mm-hmm. you and I see you and, and I, and I'm talking to you now and here you are on my show willing to be open about something that people are judging and afraid of and unsure of, and they don't want to talk about it cause they're afraid mm-hmm. of facing it. It's like, and one thing that I recognized from my mom and what I went through with her and my journey with her was that she was afraid to understand that death was a part of life. And that was yeah. part of why she didn't want to talk about her experience, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, it, it, and actually so that's something, that, you know, yeah, that's something that I, I, I want to talk about because yes. I think, I think goodness that, that takes away the fear. Like I, yeah. I'm not afraid to die. I'm, I have faith in God. I know I'm going to heaven I know I'm going to be seeing some really cool people there when I get there. I'm <laughs> being one of them. And so I, I'm, I'm very comfortable with that. But I, I don't want to go and I don't want it to hurt when I do. <laughs> yeah. Those are my, 
those are my conditions. Because <laughs> I don't want to miss the party. I've got two unbelievably wonderful children who I've been blessed late in life to be able to adopt. And the last thing I want to do is to leave them motherless. Um, and I don't want to miss the party with them. I want to I want to see their lives. So, you know, I'm not anxious to go, but I'm not afraid to go. And I, I also realize that it's a very possibility possible that I will, you know, because the cancer that I have is very it's it's the nasty one. So um, but um, but I and I don't think I will, at least certainly not now. Yeah. You know, I have no words. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I have shivers all over from listening to you right now. <laughs> okay. I'm like, up. I'm like, but not because I feel bad. It's because I feel so inspired by you. And I really yeah. mean that. I mean, Wanda, like, this is what I, I do for a living. You know my work. You know, it's like, yeah. the sets us free. Even yeah. under the worst circumstances or the what we observe as the worst circumstances. And this yeah. is what you just said. You've just shared the truth either way is going to yeah. set you free to live and yeah. get busy yeah. Yeah. living instead of get busy dying and just yeah. get on with it because everybody is on their way to that door. And it's how That's you right. show up to it and how yeah. you show up to all of it that makes the difference. Yeah, yeah totally. Like, like my hair is standing on end. <laughs> like, oh, cool. It's such oh, a cool. beautiful approach oh. and also powerful truth. And you're yeah. doing it and you're living proof that in stepping into being honest with yourself about what you're really living, you can change the course. You can change yeah. what you do every day. You can share yeah. differently with everybody. You know, one thing that, you know, and, and, I, and I love my mom very much. We have so many challenges. I mean, I think we've talked about it. It's like, you know, mm -hmm. there's so much there. The one thing that was so painful for me is I had to make the decisions for her because she wouldn't make them. And and, and I told her at one mm -hmm. point there was a week week of her in the hospital where, I mean, she she was going, like it was happening. And she didn't mm -hmm. want to see anybody. And I said, Mom, I'm letting them come here. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm letting mm -hmm. them come here. You can't go like this. Mm -hmm. These people love you. And because mm -hmm. she was so shut down, she missed many conversations oh, and many, oh, many moments oh, that yeah. were hard for me to see. And yeah, so yeah. I encourage anybody who's listening to take away what you're saying with the greatest opportunity in it, because yeah. it really matters what you do all the yeah. time. Not just yep. whether you're ill or not ill or you have something you're challenged by, but every day we get to share moments of love and inspiration mm -hmm. and we get to yep. share in life and give yep. and, and receive from life the abundance yep. that it wants to give, even when it's challenging. Yeah. You know, it's, that's my life is a Life is a blessing. So it, it really bless is. others. Yeah. Yes. And bless others with your truth. Yeah. And with what you want to share with them. So, you know, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm like, I'm so thrilled we're having this conversation. And I'm, okay. I'm sure everybody listening is because it really, yeah. it matters. You know, it matters. I mean, you're reinventing yeah. yourself again, you know, in a way. Yeah, you're, exactly. You know, here you are rising yeah. and recognizing so much of the things that you live that were not, they, did, they don't yeah. matter because what matters yeah. right here, right now, you're exactly. letting people in, in a, extraordinary way into your life and yeah. they're loving being there like yeah. 
you know, listeners, please go check out Wanda's Facebook. Go friend her. Go go watch what's happening. This is the most <laughs> inspirational thing you will witness. The people oh. that are commenting, the stuff that you're exchanging with them. It blows my mind. I know hundreds, what they write hundreds. to me. It's amazing, Wanda. You're 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 opening the door for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds mm-hmm. of people to have these mm-hmm. conversations with people that they know, people that they may be going through this with. You're teaching yeah. them how to live this experience and rise above it in such a beautiful I love that. way. I, I, mean, I love that. Right? I um I I'm I'm not I'm a, I'm sort of a realist. I'm I I don't believe that everything happens necessarily for a reason. I don't know. Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. I'm I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't have time to figure it out. Yeah. But I think we can use everything to make it a good reason. So that yeah. you, so the outcome is a positive one, mm. you know. Like I don't know whether this is happening because maybe I was working too hard and uh, I was and um, just didn't wasn't taking the time to you know relax and enjoy the life that I had and enjoy maybe my girls more or enjoy family life more. Mm. Maybe maybe that was maybe that's why. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I'm going to decide that it is that reason. Yes. I'm going to take that reason, and when this is over, I have a few more weeks of treatment and stuff to do, and that's it, that's over. Um, then I am going to enjoy it. I am going to enjoy my girls more. I am going to enjoy my family more. I'm I'm going to work, but I'm not going to work like a dog. <laughs> um, and uh, so I'm going to use that. Yeah. Amazing. You know, and I told you this the other day, you're just a total inspiration for me. But, you know, you've always been. And I'm not surprised at how you're showing up to any part of your life challenge. Like, I, you know, anything that you've gone through, anything that I know that you've gone through in growing your, your, your business and growing your work and, and growing as a person has always been an inspiration to me. You know, I, I thank you. You know, and I know to many of us, like I, we, you know, in the Montreal community, you're, you're a very special person to many, many people. And it wasn't because of what you're going through today. You were before that. And this is mm. just, you being you in a bigger scale in a way because people are paying attention to your journey because they want you to be okay and they want to love you up during it because you've let them do it, which is a really important point for people to understand. When we let people love us, they, they will, they want to. Yeah. Oh they yeah. Oh yeah. To. For sure. For sure. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. You just said that. Um, I remember going to quite a few entrepreneurial groups at the beginning, like when I started my photography, because I switched from art, doing art portraits and stuff like that about 10 years ago to photography. So I joined, you know, um, networking groups and stuff like that. And I remember going into those groups thinking, am I coming in with like a blank slate or am I coming in um, already biased with, let's say, positivity or happiness or whatever? And I realized that I think I was coming in very, very neutral, and I fed off of the this unbelievable positive energy and this enthusiasm for success. I don't mean success monetary-wise, but just just success, happiness, success, mm. and and it was it was like um, it was like a snowball. And I would leave these these groups, these these meetings, and think, is it me or is it them? And and I. And I think a lot of it was them and I allowed myself. So I was like an open vessel. Amazing. Whatever was going to come. Because had I gone into a negative group, I wouldn't have walked out the same way. Yeah. 
I wouldn't have. So was it me or was it them? Well, it was them. Mm. You know, that's an interesting point, right? And it, I think I think this is a really. First of all, I just want to thank you so much for sharing um, oh, so openly welcome. with everybody, and just being you about what you're going through. Uh, I, you know, I went through it, you know, and and watching your experiences yeah. versus versus mine, uh, I know. I took I took my takeaways from my mom and yeah. I, I I share what you share you know and I tell yeah. people about you that are going through that you know in my work as a medium I do I talk to people a lot about losing loved ones and yeah. Yeah. you know so for me to be able to say you know these are other ways these are other options this is another mm-hmm. way you can show up to this this is another way mm-hmm. you can rise above it makes me extremely mm-hmm. happy and and I love I love I love you for what you're doing even more than I already did, but I really appreciate you and I appreciate what you're doing. And thank you for sharing that thank part you, of Lisa. your life journey um, with us. And I want to talk to you about, you know, what you do today and the absolutely unbelievable creative talent that you are, because people don't, if you don't, if you don't, if people don't see your work, they don't understand how magnificent you are. Like, you know what I mean? And I know, I don't even think you know how unbelievable you are. I hope you do. I really hope you see the <laughs> I do. But like, you blow me away with your work. Like your photography work is through the roof. Like, oh, thank you. You do you are you doing? I mean, I know a little bit about you've been doing some work when you've had the energy. Um, you know, can we talk a little bit about how this yeah. unfolded for you? Because I want other people who are yeah. in this artistry field to be inspired by you and that journey. Tell me sure. what happened that you you when did you change and what happened? Well, I, I switched from painting to um, photography about, let's say, eight or nine years ago. And I, I mean, I remember distinctly the very first, uh, let's say, glamour beauty portrait session that I had. And that to me, that to me was like the impetus. It was um, it was a lady who you know, she probably went through, I don't know, maybe she was maybe 45 or something like that. So she raised her kids. She had a career. Uh, she had gained some weight. She hadn't had a a nice picture in forever, probably since her wedding or whatever. And she sat in, in front of, you know, in my studio and sort of just poured her heart out and said, you know, like, I, 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 I'm scared to be here, but I, I need a headshot for my business. And then I was thinking maybe I could take a couple so that my kids would have some sort of decent picture for when, when she's gone. Um, and but I'm I'm uncomfortable. I don't know how to pose. I've never felt pretty. I've never felt beautiful. Wow. And when she said that, it just like hit me right in the wow. head. You've never felt beautiful. Wow. Like everybody's beautiful, and they are. I totally, totally believe that. Mm. If you stare at a person, even a person, let's say that's good, that's very disfigured or whatever. If you stare at them long enough, there's beauty everywhere. Mm. Everywhere. There's nothing that's not beautiful. So she didn't know this. She just didn't know this. So we 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 chatted and stuff. And photography for me is fifty percent psychology, fifty percent photography. You know, if if a person is standing is sitting in front of you and they're really not comfortable and you're not doing a good job making them relax, helping them see what you see when when you look at them, then you're probably not going to get good pictures. So to me, half the battle is 
uh, half the work is really making people feel really comfortable, bringing who they are out. You know, my my creed, if you will, is um, who doesn't want to feel beautiful? Mm-hmm. You know, when you stand in front of a mirror, it's up to you to make this happen. In front of a camera, it's up to me as a as a photographer to make this happen. And I'm not just taking pictures. I'm reminding another human being of their value, their worth, and their importance. And as always, their beauty. My job as a photographer isn't to be a rock star. It's to make them feel like they are. Amazing. And that's yeah. true. You you totally yeah. accomplish that as well. You know. No. You, you do. I mean, we, I mean, I wouldn't ever probably hire somebody else because I love doing photo shoots with you and I'm still right. working with the, the couple that we've done. There's so yeah. much yeah. in there and we had such a good time. Yes, we did. You we did. Well, that's a, a requirement. That's a requirement with me. Yeah. If we don't have a, a good time, don't yeah, come. Yeah, we're not doing it. <laughs> I, I had, I'm telling you, so, you know, if you're looking for artistry, in your in your pictures that you need for your business or your life or whatever please you gotta you need to you really need to talk to Wanda about that and and you know go see her work uh go see her website go see what's going on and the the just you know like I can't even like it's hard for me to describe go look at my Facebook profile and look at the amazing (laughs) things that I mean there's such a variety I mean I think you captured every personality that I have like yes <laughs> yes and you've got a lot there are very many facets to Lisa <laughs> yeah, but we I got do. them <laughs> it's true we had such a good time like and then yeah. you know the thing that that I and I, I love this because I think it's important I think it's important for people to know that the statement that you made about everything everyone is beautiful you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, we, you know, this is a, a kind of an epidemic we live in of like beauty and unworthiness mm-hmm. and all this crazy stuff. And you just simply, just simply cleared all that up. Every yeah. is beautiful and everyone has something beautiful about who they are. Yeah. And yeah. you find it if you take the time to look for it. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. like. And it can, it can change everything. I mean, I've had people say to me, you know, feeling beautiful in front of your camera makes me feel like I can do anything. Oh, well, that's, that's powerful. That's really powerful. You know? Yeah. That's more than a picture. You that's know? Really powerful. And I also must say, like, I'm, I'm really on this rampage of, of, of people printing their, their pictures because too many people are losing their digital pictures on their computers that are crashing and yes. their iPhones that aren't working anymore or whatever. Yeah. And like my kids are adopted. So, it's even more important for me. But I think every child that's in a family has um, has the opportunity to feel their place in that family. And if you never see a picture on the wall, an mm. actual picture on a wall mm. of yourself with your family that reminds you of a moment that was very loving, very secure. My kids have uh, on, a, on our mantle in the living room, every time they leave for school, they see a big canvas of the four of us wow. and, and the two cats the two cats the cats have to be there um but they when they leave for school that's who they are and since we since i made that canvas about wow. maybe three years ago or whatever they often say this word and i love this they, they'll go well 
no problem. We're the Malfaras. We can handle it. <laughs> and I know it's, yeah. And I know it's from looking at that because that's that picture. That's the Malfara family picture. That's yeah. us. We're yeah. a tribe, you know? So it, it's very important for them because they're adopted and they, you know, they need, let's say, more security maybe than most kids. But I think it's important for everybody. Anyway, so I always say print your pictures, pinch your pictures. That's yeah, and that's great advice for everybody, especially in this new world, because you're right. Yeah. You're really, really right about that. What, you know, what, yeah. those are imprints. Those are, those are seeds planted. That's legacy, you know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Amazing. I love, this conversation has been so exciting for me. Me too. I love it. I, love it. I so I want to. The only thing we're missing is the only thing we're missing is sushi. Oh, we love sushi. Oh, oh, what I got back. We should have we should have ordered both of us oh, sushi at least we. <laughs> oh, on our next call because we'll do more of these interviews for sure. Because I'm awesome, gonna, awesome going on awesome. with you, and I know that you're always going to be growing and you know and changing directions in your work to make it more and more luxurious and beautiful. I want to ask you about something that I know you love doing that was kind of like an evolution in your work, fantasy photo creation. Yeah. Yeah. Tell tell, tell my audience about that. Like, what does that mean exactly? Well, it, it just happened by itself. I started getting some dresses and costumes and making things. My, my daughter, Dahlia, she's 15 and she likes to sew. She knows how to to use a sewing machine and we sort of you know make these creations and these big flowy dresses and whatever oh. and I've always loved I've always loved that even when I painted I painted flowing fabric it was it's just sort of something that I love visually okay. so so clients would come in and they would let's say you know take their regular pictures and stuff and then they'd go is, is that a dress over there that I see oh. <laughs> is, is, is that a is that a tutu oh. are those are those wings <laughs> so I'd say, yeah, you want to try them? Could I? <laughs> and everybody becomes this child. Uh, <laughs> so that's how it happened. And so more and more people say, you know, yes, I need a regular picture or a portrait for whatever reason, but can we dress up? <laughs> so now I have this huge wardrobe. I mean, huge, huge, much huger than the last time you were even here. Like, oh, I mean, I I'm have to see it. spilling out of the studio, just spilling I out. I can't wait. And props and all sorts of fun stuff. So it's just dress up fun times. And, oh. and I, I could not be happier. <laughs> I just love it. Isn't that yeah. fantastic? Oh, yeah. and you know, your daughters, first of all, like I received personal messages when I went for my photo shoots. I mm -hmm. not like, I'm sure lots of people bring all my luggage over to your house. So what I'm doing <laughs> to your studio when we, when we do our photo shoots and you always laugh at me like, wow, three bags. Hmm. <laughs> how, long you, how long are you staying this time? <laughs> you know what? That's really not that unusual. People oh, really okay. do bring a lot of stuff. And I okay. say the more the merrier. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Sure. but it's a wonderful experience, and I, I'm sure you, yeah. you, you can't wait to get back to work too, right? Are yeah. you excited to it's start? True. Up again? Yeah, I am. I am. Last treatment series, yeah. and amazing. Yeah. You're such an amazing human being. I, I, I'm mm -hmm. just thrilled that we had this time to chat, and we'll it's do it again fun. for sure. Honestly, goody, the wisdom goody. you have, yeah, the wisdom you have is 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 really important to me, and it's important Good. to all my guests. And, you know, becoming a mystic is important too. And a mystic is a person who's transcended their experiences and is living the dream, which is what you're doing. And living oh, say that again. Say that again. <laughs> a mystic is what? 
a, a person who's transcended and is living the, living their dream by being fully who they are. Huh. That's yeah. perfect. Yeah. So it's when beautiful. you're a misfit, you don't know where you belong or where where you're supposed right. to be. And a mist going to mystic means that mystic. you found your place in the world and you've transcended your genius, your brilliance, your beautiful light inside, and you're living it. So that, that should be everybody's is, goal. Yeah. yeah. And it's a true definition of who you are. It really oh. is. And I am thrilled that you are so honest and wonderful on this interview. I'm thrilled that we had this time together. We do have to go, unfortunately, because I probably could be going on and on and on with you because that would be my of the day. <laughs> um, but we'll do it again. Thank you, Lisa. I, I really, really appreciate it. I love your soul and I love the work that you're doing and you're such an encouragement and uh, uplifting for so, so many people that uh, we're all blessed to know you. Thank you so much. And all yeah. the information you need to know about Wanda is on her profile and please i'm gonna you know check it out you you see it click it go look at what's going on she's a true inspiration if you know anybody who's going through who's an artist or who's going through the challenges that she's going through share it she's so happy mm -hmm. to help right yep yep so i am happy to help and, and encourage Wonderful. any artist to rise and encourage anybody to heal who's going through exactly. a similar experience so exactly. thank you so much and until the next thank time you, Lisa. Uh -huh. yeah. We will see you soon. Thank you. Yes, I can't wait. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Thanks, okay. Dave. Bye. Bye.